Blog Talk Radio. And welcome back to our show for today. This is a, a new episode of Grace and Peace. We are continuing our discussion on peace for today. Last week, we did the first episode, which was part one. And today, we're looking at the saying the same topic. Based on scriptures in Zephaniah, Psalms, and Numbers, Sheila Walsh, the author of the, of the devotional, she unveils that God is the one who is in control and that we are not. He is the one who gives us the wisdom, courage, and strength to live peacefully and peace-filled days even among the daily chaos and personal challenges that we face. My goal, as I said in the last episode, is that together we will discover that we can have more confidence and more strength for our individual journeys. And last week we looked at a woman who had suffered years of emotional abuse And we also looked at the biblical prophet Elijah. Elijah, the same Elijah who had stretched and pulled and learned that a good rest and nourishing food was what was needed to allow him to recover and gain his perspective of things going on around him. Today's episode, we will take the time to look and reflect on an evangelist by the name of George Mueller. And George Mueller and his family had suffered great loss. If we live long enough, as an old pastor of mine said, we too will come to whatever the situation is. And so if you've not suffered loss yet, just live a little while, as he would say. And you will, if you've not met despondency yet, just live a little while, and you will. I love that about him. His perspective helped me greatly um, to put things in perspective. I love being around people who help to do that. Now, the scripture that I'd like to begin with is found in the sixth chapter of Matthew, verses 26 through 29. And it says, Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. 
Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed as one of these. Wow. That's just really something for us to pause um, at and to consider. Now I want to jump down. It's not in the order for those of you who might be looking at um, the bio or the episode info. It's, I, I'm, I'm jumping a scripture to read from Psalm 37, verse 7. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way, over the man or over the woman who carries out evil devices. Gosh, it's just, it's just amazing how much God's word no matter when it was written, can be applied to our times, to, to, to our times and situations of today. Now, Mark 6, verses 30 and 31. The apostles returned to Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. And he said to them, come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest a while. Isn't that something? Jesus told his his apostles that they needed rest after having worked, after having toiled for some time. I just think about us that, I don't know about you, but sometimes, I find that I have depleted myself and not even been aware of having done so. Um, It's just, rest is so restorative, so restorative. And I hope that you you all are taking time to have adequate, not only sleep, but adequate rest. Okay, now uh, I'd like to go ahead and um, just uh, read about Mr. Mr. Mueller. Sheila entitles this entry, Who's in Charge? He would check into expensive hotels only to sneak out without paying his bill. He never hesitated to steal what he wanted, and he loved to gamble. But, and that is the operative word, but when he met Jesus, everything changed. He was George Mueller, a 19th century British evangelist 
who opened an orphanage in 1836, providing a home orphans. By 1870, he had 1,722 children living in five different houses. During these years, George trusted God to provide. He never asked for financial support for his efforts or donations of food for the children. Instead, he prayed. One morning, he set the table for breakfast, knowing he had absolutely nothing to feed the children. Bowing their heads over empty bowls, George prayed God for their daily bread. Suddenly, a knock came at the door. The baker explained that he'd been urgently impressed by God to take the children bread. Then the milkman knocked at the door. His cart had broken down in front of the orphanage. He hoped to give his milk to the children so he could unload his cart and repair it. God knew beyond all doubt, I'm sorry, George knew beyond all doubt that God was the source of his provision. In Judges 6, chapter 40, Gideon attempts to convince himself of this truth, wanting to confirm that God would be with him as he battled followers of Baal, Gideon, Ask God to show that he controls the dew. The test was significant because Israel's enemy served Baal, believing that he controlled the dew and the rain and therefore the success of the crops. Gideon needed to know who was actually in charge. Was it God or was it Baal? If God proved he had control over the dew, Gideon would be convinced of God's power and strengthened in his resolve to lead the Israelites into battle. If the God who was in charge was with him, he could face anything with courage and peace. Question, my friends, is what about you? Do you believe that God is in charge? Do you believe that he is in Control, do you believe that he controls the dew, the rain, and everything else that comes our way? I would like to suggest and submit to you that I believe that God is indeed in control, and I know that he loves you. Thank you for joining us again today. And I pray that not only will you think about what has been said today, but that you would move forward in grace and in peace. God bless you.